0: You want to have a good mindset going into 2023, watch this video. Don't look away. Watch. If you don't
1: watch, you have a bad mindset. Yeah, that's what they say. That's my what microphone say. just fell apart. It's uh, your mindset. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Ex
0: special forces sniper turned entrepreneur. I've scaled numerous businesses to eight figures. My name is Matt Ryder. This is my podcast, and I'm telling you to put that coffee down. Hello,
1: sir. Hello. So something we've talked about a few times. I don't know if we've talked about it like in detail, like we're going to today. Uh, we're talking about mindset going in 2023. Yeah. Uh, but something that comes up all the time in uh, multiple industries, but it, it seems to be a catch cry of a lot of coaches mm. is that your mindset is incorrect.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, as a coach, I can probably do everything perfectly, be the best coach in the planet. And if my students don't get results, I'm pretty sure it's just their mindset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: like that is kind of the out, right? It is, yeah. I think let me play devil's advocate because um, instead of just you and me agreeing the whole time, I think that mindset in regards to like sales uh, probably is, does have some level of importance in getting you onto the call in that like, you know, you have to like mindset plays a role in actually stepping up and doing the things, but I think that I totally agree with you that like in the doing of the things, it doesn't actually help. That's all about process.
0: Yeah. So I I think if if I'm hearing you correctly, I think
1: are you saying like the identification of a problem? Mm. Is that what you're saying? No. (laughs) What I'm saying is like as a sales guy, like you see a lot of people who are, you know, I'm interested. I want to learn this stuff, right? I want to, I want to come on board. I want to become a better sales guy. Okay. looking at the various sales coaches the mindset work that I'm going to do or that I need, the mindset that I need is something that will actually get me to begin the work.
0: Well, I think we need to define, define the term first. Yeah. Like me with it. Well, I don't, you know, I don't know if there is one. Mm. I think it would be defined by different people in different ways, which I think is probably part of the problem. Okay. I think that's why it's probably a, obviously there'll be a webster's dictionary definition or whatever yeah but um, we
1: mean in the in the common usage colloquialism yeah. of the industry
0: i guess like for me one of the things that sort of i just found is ridiculous in the whole sales training space was like you know i used to get asked all the time well, what's your what's your routine like how mm. do you get how do you get ready i was like what do you mean mm. i just didn't know what they were meant it was like what do you mean get ready for i was like yeah. it's a fucking chat yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, better do some push-ups and medicate so this chat doesn't go badly. Like, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? So I think, like, for me, like, everyone was like, oh, the mindset of a good sales rep. It's like, I just, uh. Yeah. You know, so I think, like, their their definition is, like, what is the, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think people mistake it with, like, mental fortitude. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. mental toughness, yeah. you know? But I don't think that's what they mean. You know, I've, I've been asked all the time, like, oh, you just have a... And the, the catch cry is, oh, you know, like, because I'm like, oh, I don't really just... I just don't think it's much of a thing. Mm-hmm. And they go, it's because you have a good mindset. I go, mm-hmm. well, that's a fantastic logic loop that's impossible to get out of.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: You know, so, like, it's a logic. I think it's a bit of a logical fallacy, but I, I think what it is is, you know, for me and you, we were just talking about this at lunch, is like, I just never been a pussy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so you and I both are uh, trainers and coaches in, in totally separate things, but we both do train people and, and then like train from scratch as well as tweak the already good to be much better. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, even brought in as consultants to people who are often as good or better than us yeah. in order to sort of like, Hey, where do you see, where's the gaps? You know, what yeah. am I missing? How can I refine? Which this is process? the best stuff to do. Totally. That's what I love to do. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're both good at that, uh, you know, very successful in our own spaces. But I am constantly – not constantly, but enough that it is concerning to me asked to help with the sort of, like, life coaching part of, like, how do I get on the path to being towards where you are? Yeah. And I get very uncomfortable with that because, like, I don't have the hero's journey. Mm. Like, for me as a dog trainer, I was terrible. I had no idea and I had to learn and I became good. Like, it's the hero's journey that everybody goes through, right, to be yeah. – uh, a known person in your thing. But I had an incredible childhood. I had fantastic parents. You did the same. Same. right? Brilliant. I accidentally joined the army because it seemed like a lot of fun. Yeah. Right? My friends were, and I thought, fuck it. I'm Travel doing the that. world,
0: meet people, then yep. kill them.
1: <laughs> Turns out that I have the right personality to go into special forces. I was invited to do so. Yep. Turns out I'm also tough enough to get in. And now I'm not anymore. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I've never had the like, oh, no, my life's falling apart. I have to come back from this and like I understood the steps. And I get very uncomfortable with the idea of like helping somebody else do that because I have no qualifications in doing mm. that. That's not my thing. I can tell you what I do, but that's not very relevant to anybody other than myself, I think.
0: I think a lot of the time that hero's journey in terms of mindset is people who broke under pressure. Mm-hmm. And then came back from that. Mm. I just haven't broke under pressure yet. <laughs> like, I've been incredibly broke. Yeah. Been in very bad situations. Yeah. Like, where I was like, you know, I had an eight-month pregnant wife. I had a two-year-old. I had $4,000 in the bank. I had $6,000 rent checked you. And I was like, all right. Um, I better figure this out. Yeah. But I was just like, okay. there's. I, I looked at it the same way. There's a problem. There's a solution. I can find it. Mm-hmm. And I will find the solution. Mm-hmm. All I had to do is do that, and I just kind of did as many things as I could, and put as many f- irons in as many fires as I could. Because I was like, well, like dwelling over this, it's just there's no purpose behind it. Yeah. So, like, I think the hero's journey of mindset would be like: I went broke, was a terrible provider for my family, had to go, went, became homeless. And and then figured out I should have just done something about it. Like I don't know the I don't know the it would all be end up being the same thing, which is like I accepted my circumstances and did something about it. Yeah. That's
1: the end result. Yeah. I just decided not to break first. So, so that's kind of the issue when we have people who are, I'm a business coach, I'm gonna teach you business and, and how to do or sales or whatever it is. Yeah. But I'm also a, a mindset guru specialist going to fix your your daddy issue problems, whatever. Well, that's a whole separate
0: kettle of fish because I find breaking people incredibly easy. But bringing them back and giving them strategies where they can have long-term growth is a whole different thing. That's – Therein lies the issue. Great right? umbrage to people who think that they can just have like – like I had a business coach a while ago. And he's a total fuckbag and I've told him that to his face, right? Um and he was huge on mindset. And mm-hmm. I remember, like, I went to this retreat of his, and it was, like, fucking punching boards and walking over coals. And I was, like, ah, okay. Yeah. And Everyone was, like, Kathar. I was, like, it's just walking over coals, guys. Like, yeah. it's, it's designed to, to be able to do it. And I was, like, even, in fact, the wood that they use just doesn't burn hot enough to burn you. <laughs> I was, like, there you go, guys. It's yeah. f- low, flammable wood or whatever the fuck it's called. Like, yeah. Because I Googled it. I was like, oh, this is stupid. Anyway, so I was like, I just didn't agree with it. But what he did do was he was just a good question asker. Mm. So he would be able to, like, break people at that. And, you know, like, it's that's not that hard. Like, everyone's had hardships and sad things and bad things. Like, I've watched plenty of people die. Like, you ask me enough questions, I'll get emotional about it. Mm. Because, like, watching young people die is not pleasant, Yeah. right? And so, but the problem is, like, those are deep underlying things and like as someone who's gone through like I've been to psychologists like the strategies they give you are are proven mm-hmm. like there's a and if it doesn't work there's a reason why and they can then go okay well that's interesting now maybe this is how you know same as with a dog or whatever when you're diagnosing something someone with a deep underlying, sense of what's happening will try different things for different reasons and then be able to problem solve along the way and give you strategies to be able to like improve your resiliency or your life or whatever Mm -hmm. that's a psychologist Mm -hmm. or a psychiatrist a degree that's Mm -hmm. difficult to do and a mindset coach is someone who is a good question asker Mm -hmm. and then motivating and that is a recipe for fucking disaster Mm. and i've seen people like in that retreat someone broke up with their wife yeah Because they were, quote, unquote, holding them back. And I was like, I pulled him aside and I was like, are you sure this is the decision you want to make on a three-day business retreat? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, are you sure? Because you're about to significantly change your life moving forward based off the recommendation of a guy. Mm. I was like, I think you should just think about it. He's like, nah, man, this bitch is holding me back. I was like, from what, gun? Yeah. From what? Yeah. You own a gym. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just so crazy and then like and I saw that being used as like sales tactics. I saw that get translated into sales and I saw people who were in no position to purchase $25,000 business coaching packages being sold to the dream and that I will fix you. Mm. And you're the reason why you're not successful is because you're broken and I can fix you and look at me. You know, I was like that is a disgusting business practice. Yeah. And that's where like probably my hatred my, my bad mindset around mindset comes from some of that stuff. But it's like, you don't... None of these people have the ability to pull them back. Mm. And not even Tony Robbins. Like, I, I just don't believe it. Mm. I don't believe that in a three-hour seminar, you can fundamentally change the way that someone acts. Mm. You know? They, they they would need a series of 6, 12, 18, 24 months working with someone on
1: a regular basis to be able to try these strategies in real-world scenarios. Mm-hmm. You L- know? Let me just unpack some of the stuff you said there, because uh, I think... What are the first things you touched on is sort of finding that loose thread on someone and then just picking at it and picking so it at easy. it until it completely unravels. Um, you and I both have actually like been formally trained in how to do that, right? Like yeah. that is a thing that you have uh, not just a, a natural skill set at, but have actually been taught how to unravel someone like And how
0: that. to not be unraveled.
1: Yeah. But also... Never taught how to bring them back no. because that's not part of the gig. The gig yeah. is get the information yeah, and yeah, then yeah. leave a quivering mess and that's their problem.
0: Which is basically what a sales call is. Like you're you're doing that
1: yeah. on a much smaller degree and just just sort of showing them the mirror, you so, know what I mean? So that's what I want to sort of uh, tease apart is if you're good at that and you choose that to be your sales tactic technique and you're going to be a mindset coach – very likely the people that you're doing that to in order to sell them into the package is your clients, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the providers of sales training, sales coaching, whatever, that are harping on mindset and are going to dismantle people and bring them back together, hopefully – are actually dismantling them in order to sell them into the next level. Of dismantling. It's an yeah. MLM
0: of, of, of psychological and emotional damage.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> maybe eventually you spend enough money and buy enough to get to the level where they attempt to put you back together <laughs> and hopefully they have the skill set.
0: But that coach hasn't been put back together by his coach yet. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> it it kind of reminds me, you know, like the original um, behavioralists, right? So like uh, pre-Skinner. Um, you know, Thorndike and other people like that were talking in the 50s when they were figuring out sort of operant conditioning, things like that. They had uh, an, an arrogance around them about how you could just control people, right? Um, and they had this kid, Weird Albert, uh, unfortunately, or maybe luckily for him, he died young, so they never got to see what kind of happened. But he was a baby and they um, were like, look, we can give him an aversion to rodents. And so they would show him a, a rat and then like, hey, it's behind <laughs> him, right? Yeah. Like behind, and yeah. so before too long, clearly you show him a rat and he like breaks down crying. Yeah, And then, you know, their notes sort of like, oh, and it generalised, like he also does it with rabbits, but not with small fluffy dogs. Like they, like really arrogantly sort of noticing these things. And then Jesus they're like, okay, man. so now we've created a diversion. Now we can create a positive association. Watch us recover him from this. Oh, wait, it didn't work. Right? And so they had, they just fucked with this poor kid. The baby was like 18 months at the time, Albert. Uh, and these videos are all over YouTube. You can see this wow. stuff, right? And so it kind of, it, it reminds me a lot of what those guys kind of had yeah. to f- confront in the 50s, 40s and 50s, is now what we see quite a bit with the mindset coaches and stuff now where it's like, watch me do this. And it's like, yeah. oh, I couldn't do it. Oh, well, goodbye.
0: Yeah. And I think one of the problems that I have with is I haven't met a mindset coach yet that is just a fucking, just falling apart. Mm-hmm. Like the builder's house.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's
0: the same sort of thing. The plumber's, the plumber's tap is always dripping. So. Yeah. It's like, like life coaches, right? Like mm-hmm. what a fucking stupid, <laughs> what a stupid. Have I might you ever, become one. I might You ever, you ever one. met a successful one?
1: Uh, I haven't. No, I don't. But, but to be honest, I don't really know any. I, yeah. I, it's not like personally, I don't really know. any. It's
0: just like, if, if, like if you were that good at life, you'd do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you were that good, you would have figured it all out and you go, Hey, I'm just going to, I'm retired. I'm mm-hmm. retired at 35. Mm-hmm. Life. If a guy who's retired at thirty-five and has just fucking crushed it wants to life coach me for free, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, bro, bring it on." You figured out life. Mm-hmm. I was at a the street I live on is fairly nice, and it was like the twenty-fifth annual Road Street oh, yeah, the, Christmas, yeah, the party. Straight
1: Christmas Party. How'd it go? It was great. Yeah,
0: everyone was old as fuck. Yeah, and super rich and rich. <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, godly rich." Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's some nice watches around here. Yeah, yeah. I was just chatting to everyone. What do you do? Where have you been? Guys was like, I was in mining and did this. And I was just asking them questions. I was like, these guys have figured something out. Uh-huh. You know, one guy was like probably 55. And I was like, when am retired. I was like, retired like five years ago. I was retired at 50. He's like, hey, what did you do? He's like, oh, I sold this company. I sold this company. And I'm just like, oh, sweet. What would you fucking do? And, he, you know, he's basically, he was like, I figured out problems. And I figured out solutions nobody else could figure out and mm-hmm. I turned that into a company and I sold them I was mm-hmm. like fucking great way to make money if you have a brain that can solve problems others can't you're guaranteed to be fucking snap a do right and uh, actually it's really interesting he figured out he owned like a filing like a, a f- they would like store documents for people right okay. and then he started like a, physical documents yeah yep. he started a tech company because you still have to store physical documents mm-hmm. started a tech uh, an RFID company which would RFID every single document and then like then from there, inst- you could create exclusions. Mm-hmm. So you basically you could walk around with a he had an RFID that was good for six meters. Mm. So you can go in between walls. So you can walk around with this like Geiger counter type thing and you'd figure out when you were close to the document. because what they figured out one time is like there's this huge law firm and they were missing a box of documents and they couldn't find it and they needed it turns out some chick was using it as a footrest under her desk. <laughs> <laughs> These are just problems you don't think of unless you have a giant fucking company, right? Yeah, so yeah. he figured out how to do that and how to track every single document so you you will never lose a document. Wow. You can even track it because they had the RFID counters on the way out. So if so anybody took a document, it would track this person took this document at this time. Mm-hmm. And it was all, it was fucking brilliant. And he sold it to some massive software company. I was like, Fucking genius. Mm-hmm. But like those people, have, they've figured shit out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like they're, but they would give me advice for free. Like they don't. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I just like, I just take real umbrage with it. And I think also one of the things that kind of pisses me off about it is like, it's the, just the out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, it's your mindset. And I've heard that on business coaching calls. Oh, it's just your mindset. It's like, well, maybe the process sucked. If you're like, if your default is like, well, my shit can't, can't be off. You know, and yes, like I used to sell business coaching programs and people actually have to do it. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's just uh, the motivation threshold hasn't been met. Yeah. That's it. Like that's that's the, like mindset is an illusion because some it's just like as soon as you believe in it, you're, it's now a crutch. Yeah. Because if you believe in it, then the reason why you didn't close that sales call is because you didn't do your ritual. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, mate. Like it's just a, the process. You probably didn't follow it or you got distracted or whatever. It's, you just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. So I think like the big one is like just don't buy into it as a thing. okay. And then from there, you'll just do the things that required to fulfill the needs that you have. And like I talk about like we talk about our food and training. I just haven't hit the level yet at the moment where I'm truly motivated to do much about it. Mm-hmm. I train three times a week but I enjoy training now. Mm-hmm. And like my goal for the year, I started training at the beginning of the year. My PT went, what's your goal? I go, my P- my goal this year, bro, is just to come. <laughs> Perfect. It's to come because I haven't trained consistently in five years. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I can just make this a habit that I do something that I do three times a week, every week, it'll just become ingrained in me and I'll never stop. Mm-hmm. That's the goal going into next year. Like, okay, now I might add one thing to that. Like, I'm getting strong again. I'm benching over 100 for reps pretty easily now and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, sweet, we'll work on strength because, like, I don't have to fuck with much else from that and I'm pretty naturally good at that anyway. So it's like, we'll work on strength. So now we're doing, like, lower rep stuff. But, like, for me, like, I know what I have to do to lose weight. I have to eat chicken and fucking rice three times a day. Yeah. Like, I know that. And I just love cheese. Yeah. And I love cheese more than I love having a (laughs) six-pack. I feel you. And there will become a time... When at some point in time where my want to have a six-pack again, because I have had one, will outweigh my love of cheese. Do you think so? Maybe. Yeah. It's a at, at some baby. point it might. I might, like for my 40th birthday, mm. right? I might want to fucking come in on a helicopter on the boat wearing a linen suit and my fucking shirt off <laughs> like this, right? Have my fucking moment. You know it's what I mean? my like, <laughs> That's my idea. Like That's my idea. Just doing it. <laughs> right? We'll do a joint. Mm. Yeah, you can be fat and I'll be... <laughs> <eat. laughs> gonna say we'll yes. be a before and after right yes. um so yeah like there there will be, there will be some some time that makes sense my wife yeah. is super hot i look at her she looks at me yeah you know fuck you yeah <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> like, yeah you know i win um but that's all it really is and then, yeah. when i talk people in sales and i talk about like because i talk about mindset and sales every now and then but i actually don't use the word mindset i feel i use like the totality of your experiences, do you Mm -hmm. feel like that can affect your Mm decision-making? And then I just talk about motivation. It's like, that's why like people who sell, like doctors will get people to lose weight. Mm -hmm. It's like,
1: you'll die. So- Yeah, like a dark motivation. Yeah. I think, um, again, let me play devil's advocate. I think that uh, you make the joke and say, oh, people say that you don't think mindset's important because you have a good mindset. And that does trap you from which there is no escape. It does. But I, I, I do to an extent agree with that. But I think that like sales process, business acumen, all those kinds of things are a separate thing yeah. from mindset. And And looking after yourself and staying motivated and all that kind of stuff is something you have to do. And to some people that's natural and you just do it, you know, because it feels like the right thing to do. But what's amazing to me is sometimes you do meet people who like don't – who have never worked out, right, and have never – overcome a challenge or anything like that. And so they don't know that there is, uh, yeah, there's something to be gained from doing that and that you can be improved by doing it. But I, I as I say, I think that's a completely separate thing from the process of t- selling someone something. And, and I think that's why that mindset training, if, if you were to do it or if you were to get a life coach, it would, like it would be someone who helps motivate you because you're missing that. You should have that. You should have like an accountability partner or something like that or something that motivates you that you understand that is inherent or, or, you know, you developed by yourself. And if you don't, then bringing in a professional to help you with that is not yeah. a bad idea. we certainly not talking like people out of that. more like just professional goal setting. Exactly.
0: Which, again, and goal setting is a skill in itself. Yeah. Because a lot of people do too big goals or they do too small. Like there's yeah. – and, and again, if someone was like, oh, I'm going to help you set your goals and I'm going to like hold you accountable to doing them. Mm-hmm. And then in order to do that, I need to know the reasons why you want them. Yeah. And the consequences of never achieving. them, Yeah. Like, I need to know those two things because then I can create, like, I can create, uh, an like, an area for you to operate in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, but I always tell people, like, if you choose to operate outside of that area, it's fine. You've made a choice. Yeah. So it's an active choice at all times. Like, when I was a personal trainer, I would say, like, these are, this is the parameters that you need to do in order to, to have the outcomes that you want. I was like, but at any stage, it's just a series of choices that you make. That's all it is, Mm -hmm. you know? But I also think that, like, I think one of the problems is that, like, deep issues get lumped into mindset. So I think, like, mindset should be considered very surface level. But the problem is, like, they're going deep with people. Like, I had clients when I was a PT that, like, the reasons why they self-sabotaged, it was not a mindset issue. It was a deep-seated sense of abandonment and self-hatred from a – series of horrible events. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it was like the thought of succeeding was actually worse than failing. Mm. Because if you were still unhappy with your life and you succeeded in this one thing of which you would blamed your entire livelihood on this, on being fat, Mm -hmm. and then you were fat and still a piece of shit, oh shit, now I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. Right? So I might as well eat until I throw up, you know? Yeah. And so, like, but that's not a mindset coach thing. And I would go, i go, you need to speak to a psychologist because you have... Like, this is going to take years, years of trauma that will take years to fix. Yes. And and by having this bullshit veil that like, oh, we'll do a 12-week life coaching program and I'll fix all your problems. It's like, that is such a load of shit. Yeah. And as a sales guy, like, I don't mind a load of shit. <laughs> right? But I was like, that is such a hefty pile of elephant fucking dung that I can't yeah, yeah. shovel it. Yeah. You know? And I think that, like, the industry is just, that's what it is. Yeah. It's just a fucking catch cry for people who, like either aren't good enough at teaching stuff or just aren't honest with people.
1: Yeah. So so there's this thing that we do, right? Say so like if a, a dog has a little bit of a nerve issue or something. Um, Say so I'm going to send a dog to bite someone and it's got to go through a barricade and it's got an issue with that barricade, right? It's something that like, you know, some, one thing that we use like a pile of cardboard boxes. To a dog, it looks like a wall, right? Yeah, they that, don't understand that's a pile of cardboard boxes and you got to teach that dog like hey, you can smash through a wall. One of the things you do is you whip them into a frenzy. The person that they're going to bite on the other side, like if you're doing bite work or whatever, will like agitate the shit out of him. You get the dog into a frenzy where he's not thinking clearly. Yeah, yeah. And then you release him to do the thing and he'll just smash through it. And so I think that's what the exact same process that I do on purpose in order to have a dog smash through something. Now I know that that that's a that's a that's not fixed. That's not really changing anything in the dog. That's losing clarity in order to achieve a aim. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's the same when I see, like, you know, it comes up in the feed or, you know, you see the ads for sales coaches or whatever who are like, we're going to get on the call like warriors. And they're, they're Wait, whipping Super people. tight pants. <laughs> And they're whipping people into a frenzy, yeah. and they're getting people super excited, and then they smash through the barricade, and they're like, "Okay, I'm then here." And they go and sell
0: credit processing services.
1: <laughs> but there's, then there's no skill set, right? And it's like, I've, <sighs> I've like I got whipped into a frenzy, and now I'm here, and I'm like, ah, what the fuck, right? Yeah. Like I don't know
0: what to do. But then as well, it gives that person a bad out to be like, "Oh, my prospect had a bad mindset," and it's like the, the loop just continues, yeah. And it's like it's just such a load of garbage, yeah. It's like, no, dude, it's... Whenever whenever people say, like, I go, listen, everyone can be sold. There is not a single prospect anyone's ever spoken to that could not have been sold. Doesn't mean that, like, the one person who could sell that guy could sell the next guy, mm-hmm. right? But there's a puzzle. And, and all you got to do is put the pieces together, mm-hmm. right? No matter how disinterested, whatever. So there's someone who would put that piece together because they would have had, like, a similar series of life circumstances, which has caused them to be able to interact with that person in a way that seemingly undoable Mm -hmm. right and so if you just think of it that way then you just go oh well the world is just a puzzle Mm -hmm. and it's like I just got to figure out how to put the pieces together that I need to put together to get the outcomes that I want Mm -hmm. and as soon as I put a barrier of some ethereal veil that I have to pass through Mm. and I I don't know when I've passed through it and like there's nothing tangible then it's just, it's just an excuse as to why something didn't happen for you. Yeah. Oh, man. In oh, 1984, I would have fucking kicked a football over the mountains. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, if only the coach put me in the game. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, if you weren't good enough to get in the game, yeah. why would you have that outcome? Yeah. Like, if you were good enough, you would have been in the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, that's kind of what I see. And, like, you know, and I don't want to, like, shit on people, but it's just, like, I just think it's just a, a load of garbage.
1: No, but, uh, like, I am real- I am all about... Healthy mind living, yeah, yeah, and, and looking after yourself and doing all the things like you know I do the journaling and I meditate and the sauna and all the bullshit that you got to do, but that's totally separate from my job. That allows yeah. me to be really good at my job and keeps me like able to. But that's
0: that's your routine for like self care.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, which is a totally it's different got nothing thing. to do with my job. Yeah, so like for me, my. Sorry, not what? nothing to do with my job. Yeah. That having a, a well put together self allows yeah. me to be able to do my job. So for me, I don't have a
0: lot of that stuff. I'm very internalized. Mm-hmm. So like I, all I need is time to think. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I need. I need like time by myself and it doesn't have to be a lot of it, but like I sauna. I like sauntering. Like, you know, I generally just watch basketball mm-hmm. right when I sauna that because I, I love watching basketball like that is probably my favorite pastime the only thing I watch during basketball season the only thing that I will watch is basketball games okay that is it yeah right. um I get home basketball like that's it um and so that to me is very because i I just I just love to sport right but um like I don't have a lot of those things and so for me like I just i I like to think about stuff and and have the opportunity just to sit there and kind of do nothing Mm -hmm. and that is what like so i go for like walks and i go for my one wheel Mm -hmm. and i'll sit there and i'll listen to stuff and that's like that's time for me to just think Mm -hmm. and if i don't have that then like i'm just not as good at my job yeah you know what I mean? But yeah. it's because I haven't had a chance to think through things deeply because, like, for me, it's just about a, it's just a series of problem solving. That's why, like, you know, the CEOs, they always see them in, like, the movies. They have, like, the putting green. Uh huh. It's always kind of thought of that as, like, oh, this guy is just fucking putting doing all day. Nothing. But it's like that's – it's like there's a for, – for me, at least, to be able to think properly, I need to be doing something physical. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to – my body needs to be preoccupied in order to allow my kind of – like the deeper parts of my brain to kind of start thinking about stuff and mm-hmm. putting pieces together. So for me, I just go for a one-wheel or I go for a walk or whatever like that, like outside. Yeah. And that's my version of the putting, mm-hmm. you know? And it's funny because, like, I didn't really realize that was a thing that needed to be done to, like, really think through problems, you know? like Because I didn't think people thought through problems. And some people, most people don't. You know, like when Jordan Peterson says like, I've thought on this and he's like, he's like been in a room for six hours in silence by himself, you know, like that's him thinking about stuff. But that's fucking hard to do, man. Really hard to do.
1: It is hard work.
0: Yeah. That's why I need to be doing something physical. Like I need to go out there and and like basketball, I can just tune out to it Mm -hmm. because like, you know, if you miss five minutes of basketball, you've missed like a dunk. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's like, um, but like my father-in-law was the MD of a large bank, right? It's a big job. And I remember I'd see him at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon in the park reading the paper. And I used to think, oh, look at this fucking guy in his ivory tower not doing shit, getting paid all the money. Mm-hmm. And then like I talked to him probably like, it was probably like a month ago. He's like, how's everything going? It good. And I was like, I'm just finding I need more time to think. And he was like, yeah, man, like that's your job, dude. Your job is to just intake information. Solve and, the problem. And I was like, he was like, you need to have your time where like you just think mm. is like, and I was like, oh, that's why you're in the park. It's like, yeah. I was, wasn't reading the paper. It was just like that was the preoccupied thing. It was just lots of thoughts going on in his head. You know yeah, because I mean? like those decisions, are, like high level investment banking decisions, like you're uh, you make a fucking bad decision, your ass is on the line, hard. Mm-hmm. You lose billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. there's no bueno. Yeah, you know. So, but like for that, it's just time. You know. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I just I don't think that like to to do an activity. Like I used to say, like when I did like tons of sales, I would be like two o'clock in the morning, be like super tired, feeling like shit. But it's just like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like who gives a shit? Yeah. It's just, it's such an easy thing to do. You yeah. just fucking, oh man, how did you make that many dolls? Well, this is the secret. I sat down and I hit go on the auto dollar. And then when I finished work for the day, I hit stop. <laughs> People are baffled. Like I put up on Facebook, I was like, uh, "Oh, the KPI for my guys is six hundred dollars a day." you are like, "How is that even possible?" Well, I was like, "I was like, it's not. That's not even a full day work." And so I said, "From six hundred dollars, you have a ten percent pickup rate, so you've got sixty. Right? The dollar can do four to six dollars per minute. Let's say it's doing five. So you're looking at five dollars per minute at a ten percent pickup rate. You get one pickup every two minutes." Yeah, only 50% of people are going to be able to talk to you. So if you mm. have 60 pickups, you only have 30 people who are actually going to have an opportunity to talk to you. So those conversations go for 10 minutes, which is a long conversation, mm-hmm. right? Uh, then you're looking at like, what? what's that like? Uh, 300 minutes? Yeah. Right worth of actual talk time. Yeah. Uh, so 300 minutes. Just a few at, hours. It's like, two. yeah. And then you've got the time of dials mm-hmm. in between. And then you've got lunch. There's a seven hour day. Mm-hmm. Was that that difficult? And from 30 people, if you can't, why can't you book half of them? Mm. So our KPI is 12. Okay. It's like from 30 conversations. So 600 equals 60 equals 30 equals 12. Mm-hmm. That's a full day's work, pretty much including lunch. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at like an eight hour day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That just seems reasonable for someone with a full-time job.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: And and these people have KPIs of $50 a day. I'm like,
1: what is everyone doing? Mm
0: and it, people, it's not like Can have a great different months. It's levels like just,
1: to that like are they are they dialing people that are you know more qualified and they are having those conversations with all of them like you know I what mean, no one's got a pick up rate there
0: are some like, but again like that's why it's 12 book calls right mm-hmm. so it's and or okay so like if you had, if you do $600 you might only book two right the next day you might do $300 and book 30 right so, But the averages will work out over the day. But it's like if you've done 600 dials, then you've done your best to get your 12 bookings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was doing it myself for the gyms, I didn't have an auto dialer. I had a phone. So I worked out. it. I timed. It takes me one minute to look at the spreadsheet, to put the phone number in, and hit go. It's about a minute, mm-hmm. right? And then from there, it was like, what do you know. So by the time the minute was up, I had like four or five rings. Boom, next one. So I knew I could do one dial a minute.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was like, well, sweet. If I can do one dial a minute and one out of 10 pickup, 10 minutes to get one pickup. Mm-hmm. Perfect. If I know that 50%, is 20 minutes to have one conversation. That conversation for me was 10 minutes to make the sale, 10 to 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. I can make two sales an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just became, I was like, well, that's, that's just, so I'll do that. So was like now I know if I work an eight hour a day, I can make 16 sales a day. Mm-hmm. I was like, sweet. So I was like, perfect. I should definitely be able to do. So I was like, if I do X amount of hours, like at the worst case scenario, I'll make one, I'll make like five sales Mm -hmm. in the day. And then I'll have some days where everybody picks up and I could work for two hours and I could make 10 sales. Like, it's all really quick. But I was like, you know, and then I just keep working on those days. It's a great day and make 35 sales. And the next day I make two, but it all fucking works out to like 12
1: a day or whatever it is. Yeah. And so that's how I hit my KPIs. I was just mm. like, oh, "Okay, well, I have to." do So that. mindset doesn't have to come into it. You, it's just well, numbers. The mindset is preloaded in that I'm going to do this. I'm going to. But it's achieve. an eight-hour fucking workday. Like yeah. you're being employed. But like you've done that, you've you've ticked the mindset box when you turn up for your eight-hour workday. The next, then is I'm going yeah, to actually a do. Bar. Yeah, but <laughs> that's what I mean. But that's what I mean. That's when people yeah, say, yeah. "Oh wow, I can't believe you do that." You're like, "No, that's yeah. that's the reality of what you're saying." Yeah. Is yeah. that you're not willing to put in a workday? Yeah. Right? So like you you commit to turn up and then it's just actually following the process of the thing, right? Yeah, like and just that, doing it, doing the same thing every time and yeah. just living in the monotony of
0: it, you know, but everything is boring when you do it a lot. Yeah. me about it. Yeah. Like it's everything. Dude, you, you do enough of something. It's fucking
1: tedious. Yeah. People are sick of banging supermodels. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Some. Um, so the difference between mindset being a part of your sales coaching versus just like, you no, know, this is process. This is how you do it. Uh, that's the big difference, I think, between
0: like seventh level and the other ones. Yeah, is I've never heard Jeremy talk about mindset ever. Okay,
1: expand ever. on that for me. It's all just this is how you do it, and if you don't have yeah. the if you don't have the the fortitude the the, the mindset to yeah. actually do it, then I can't help you. That's well, a, like that's I can tell thing. you, like
0: I can tell you, Jeremy's personality has a deep seated need to be number one, mm-hmm. and it's because his family was broke. Mm-hmm. That's why he's like very status driven. That's mm-hmm. why he likes like the cars and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So, like, he, he is everything is like a lot of status stuff for him. So, like his, like his love language would be words of affirmation, mm-hmm. right? If you wanted to go on that, it's like you tell Jeremy things about good things about him, and he gets really happy. Like for me, like I don't know if you have prescribed that leg like, language like thing. No, I, mean, I understand. Mine's yeah. acts of service. Yeah. Like so, it's actually funny when we were going through a really stressful period, probably like two months ago, in in the businesses and stuff like that. Like Sammy was doing her love languages to try and help me, which is like words of affirmation and uh, like gifts. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about gifts. Mm-hmm. I couldn't give two shits. Mm-hmm. I have no fucks to give about stuff. Like it doesn't matter to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I need acts of service. Mm-hmm. So then like I was just getting angry and fucking angry at home. And then she kind of tweaked and she's like, ah. So she started doing everything for me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to do a thing. And then I'll just calm right down. You know, um, anyway, total side note. But, um, so with Jeremy, like he was like the broke kid that had to wear like the fucked up cleats. Mm -hmm. And so like for him, like he was made fun of for that. Mm -hmm. So that kind of shaped who he is as a human because that age of like two to seven or two to 10 or whatever is so formative in your years that like he will never be the kid with broke shoes. Mm. Right. And so like, that's just a, like a constant motivator in the back of his head is he has to have a high status in whatever situation he's in. And like, in order to do that, like his formation of status is like things and money, mm. you know? Mm. So um, that's how
1: you motivate him and that's yeah. how he is motivated, So you know? So you, you just gave some very insightful information into someone you work with very closely as well as yourself and your partner. Um, and, and it would be easy for someone listening to be then like, well, that's mindset. Yeah, uh, it, but, but it's
0: it, understanding the intrinsic motivation yes. of the person and then using that Yes. To get like, for like, for example, like this is really insert so, baseball. So,
1: but, but let me yeah. let me just explain what I was saying. Is that's that's hyper specific to the individual. Yeah. And so the idea and, and what we're shitting on is the like you just got to be a warrior and get out. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's the issue. It's not because I think I feel like we're gonna get feedback saying like oh, you guys are just shitting on the idea of self-care or uh, like understanding. And it's like, no, not at all. Like that's a super important part of life and being a a, a rounded human that then is capable of doing work. But it's hyper-specific and it's not like become a savage, join the team. It's like, no, like figure out what motivates you. Yeah, as a person. Yeah. Like
0: do some self-reflection on like, you know, like for me, like I am, and I'm actually something that I'm actively working on like, I was okay. So I was at that, um, I was at that event the other day, That event, fucking that little Christmas party, right? Mm-hmm. These are all people that are older, very successful, more successful than me, but mm-hmm. like for sure. Right. Um, and, and like I am actively trying, cause like one of the way that I participate in conversation is by saying, oh yes, I have experienced this too. And here's an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not one upping. It's a way of like, that's one of the ways that I express myself in conversation. That's, and I'm actively trying not to do it.
1: That's right. you Yeah. That's, that's. That that's Is AD, it. Yeah, that's ADD. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I found that out about like a friend of ours who was what we used to call two shits. Right, like he'd always <laughs> up one up you. And yeah, he yeah. was like, oh, that's how uh, that's empathy for a person with ADD. So, yeah, like, right. for anyone has got a notch, that's how you show, like, I understand. I have a story about that as well. Yeah.
0: So, like, I'm actively trying because I know that that comes off as, like, you're trying to steal the conversation back to me. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm yeah. just trying to go, like, oh, wow, I've experienced the same thing. Yeah. We have this, we have that in common. Yeah. So, it's something that I like, I try actively not to do. Uh-huh. And every now and then it comes and goes, but whatever, right? Like, I did it to you at the party the other day, like, yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Where you had that story and I had, like, an exact same story and I yeah. said it and I was like, oh, I probably didn't need to do that. Yeah. Afterwards, I was like, I should have just gone great story yeah you know what I mean fuck that guy whatever right (laughs) Uh, you know like that's that would probably be more more uh would keep the conversation flowing better right Mm -hmm. um but I had a uh this guy and he was like um they go oh meet this guy he lives across the road from you he has the same car as you Mm -hmm. I was like oh great man yada 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 he goes yeah I have the x4 and I was like oh yeah great I have the x6 they're super similar right but like like, I get
1: it it's just two numbers higher yeah
0: like I wasn't (laughs) and I was not trying to be a douche at all And then he, and then someone goes, yeah, in the morning I can never tell who's like, there's always a loud car that starts up and the guy goes, yeah, I have the M package. And then I just went, oh yeah, I have the comp package on mine, which is the going above again. (laughs) Right? So, like, now I'm sitting here, this new guy going, I have the better version of the better car. And I sat back and, like, I did it so flippantly. And, like, I don't even know if he really noticed or cared. He probably did. He seemed pretty happy with his
1: car. Yeah, he went home and punched
0: the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was like, that was like the the opposite of what I, I should have just gone, beautiful car. Yeah. That's it. I love it. Love it. Fantastic. And then he could have seen me drive my better car and realized I'm better than him anyway. <laughs> 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 no, but, like, that was like, ah, uh, okay. Um, But, yeah, so, like, understanding, like, those intrinsic motivators, like, you know, like, that's kind of, like, it's one of the ways, like, he, like, Jeremy knows that about himself. Like, Mm -hmm. he knows that, and he's, like, that's his, I will never experience this
1: again. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that's, it's an active motivation for him. Simon Sinek would call that, like, the dark why. Yeah, yeah like your sort of negative reinforcer that you're sort of trying to escape.
0: Yeah, and I think we do have those positive reinforcers and those negative reinforcers, you know mm. what I mean? Like for me, like I had a great childhood. My dad traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, how do I walk the line? My dad provided a lot, right? But he was gone for six months a year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, how do I provide the same for my kids but not be gone six months a year? Because mm-hmm. right now I could easily be gone six months a year. Mm-hmm. So now I'm breaking up. I got like four one-week chunks from away. Yeah, That's a good... Middle ground that I can compartmentalize yep. and go, okay, like that's okay. And one of them, they come with me, mm-hmm. you know. So like, but there's you know motivators for both because I liked going on tons of holidays when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but I also liked when Dad was around, mm-hmm. and I would have liked Dad be around more than mm-hmm. the holidays that I went on. But I couldn't have both. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially like he didn't have Zoom. Yeah, or or internet time, right? fast enough in order to like yeah. sign a docusign. sign. It didn't yeah. exist, right? So yeah. everyone's just playing the cards they have. And I'm sure when teleporting is a thing, you know, if they don't, if they figure out how it's to change everything. not not ruin the world, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs> With all the kidnappings that would happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, like those motivators are important to understand.
1: Yeah, for sure, that, oh, it's super important, and that like that is, but that's separate from the process of of. Sales or, or anything that you're learning, yeah, yeah, that's like a version of that's you getting yourself under control and understanding that. It's certainly going to help you in sales and uh, like understanding it with other people. It's going to help you in all your relationships in understanding it with yeah, other yeah. people. But it's not going to give you technical skills. Yeah, it's exactly not for sure.
0: And and I think like if you if you understand your motivator, then you just it's just a binary of is that important enough? Like I've sat down with people and said, is the possibility is, is you being at your grandchild's funeral, I mean, at your at your grandchild's wedding, more important than cheese?
1: <laughs> right? Right now, I would say no.
0: But like, that's the question. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? yeah. So it's like, or are you going to keep eating the cheese, but just offset it with like a ridiculous amount of other healthy stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, like, look at fucking Joe Rogan. man. I mean, that guy's trying to live forever. Yeah you know, and if anyone, with his high level of income, Probably advanced science, sciences, 260. we he fucking killing it. Yeah. You know, but it's, it, again, it's, you know, everyone's doing their shit for a reason and I think if you accept that there's this veil that you never know if you cross over and I think like people get into that flow state, mm-hmm. which I totally believe in. Like that, that's not a mindset thing. That's like a, 100%. just when your fucking brain, like I was watching a, a Phoenix Suns game the other day and Devin Booker had, like, 50 points in the third quarter. And mm-hmm. he had fucking shark eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, he had he had turned off. Devin Booker was no longer there. Mm-hmm. And that fucking, that body was just, in that instance, everything mm-hmm. was firing. He was yep. fucking doing crazy shit, and he couldn't miss. Yep. And he just got into that state where, like, his body, every, everything had culminated into, like, that one game. But the next game, he could fucking shit the bed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just... But
1: it all came together.
0: Yeah. And so, like, I believe in that flow state stuff, but I don't think that, like that's the exception. Like if you're, if you need to get into a flow state to do things well, like my God, man, yeah. it's going to be difficult. Cause those, those like states where you just end up being fucking like an outer body experience, mm-hmm. those are so far and few between and rare and difficult to achieve that if you require that for success, you're just not going to be successful. Yeah. You can't
1: pull that off every day.
0: And I think that people, you know, they, they do their mindset stuff to try and get into that state and it's like, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's just every now and then it happens. Yeah. So and the fix really
1: cool. is technical skills.
0: Technical skills. If you can fall back on that. Yeah. You're fucking like, I've always said like my fucking wife could leave me make stomach. sale. So. Mm-hmm. like I'd be super sad. Mm-hmm. But like that, I don't know why. I don't understand how that would affect me in saying the words. Mm-hmm. Maybe I break down and cry in the middle of it because I'm fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm not a pussy. <laughs> 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 terrible what colour is your Bugatti right no but like uh, you know obviously you know give me a couple of days right but like uh, I just don't know why that would affect it yeah I do but, it.
1: but again it, like i it, am <laughs> so just going to keep offsetting this is that that would be a horrific and impactful part of your life but it doesn't change anything, that you have it would give me a good angle oh to man get you'd, pity. Be, you'd be so angry though you'd you'd Talk about your dark motivator. But <laughs> let me tell you what just happened to me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not going to change your technical skill set. And, yeah. and and we are carrying on about people who are trying to combine technical skill set yeah, yeah. with mindset, or more accurately, use their lack of technical skill set. That's the big one. Yeah. And then blame mindset because you actually had no idea what you're fucking doing. Yeah. And I'll just say, well, you didn't have the right mindset. And because mindset is kind of individual and and it's not tangible in any way shape or form yeah then i can say because you you didn't do well it's the ultimate trump card it, it isn't the lack of technical skill set which i didn't educate you in it's your problematic mindset and yeah. i can just beat that down your throat for forever and tell you that you're the problem yeah not that like there's things you can learn that will fix this you because i don't know the people them to teach you
0: who did well that it was because their mindset yeah and then they come out and they sprook. I have a good mindset and that's what's like. But if you have an amazing mindset, let's just say that, that was a thing and no technical skill, like where is that gonna go?
1: Yeah. You but if you have
0: tremendous person. technical skill and a horrible mindset, like wouldn't you be better off?
1: Yeah. Probably. Yeah.
0: Like <laughs> if you're if you're six foot nine and can jump fifty inches, like you're in a better spot to be in the NBA than if you're five foot three and can shoot the lights down. Yeah. You're just in a better spot. Yeah. Right? Highly likely. Yeah. But anyway. Well, that's mindset. Yeah. No, you really, uh, I'll put some links to some good mindset coaches down below. <laughs> but if you do want to learn some tangible skills, yes, then uh, Closing Code. Yep, that's the place to get them. $50 a week. Six role plays where we teach you the tangible, actionable skills mm-hmm. in order to get a better mindset for 2023.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it is worth getting your house in order, but don't think that's going to carry you through what really should be technical skills
0: no whenever you feel like you need to do something hard just ask what color is your Bugatti
1: <laughs> that's such a niche joke <laughs> and that everyone's heard yeah because that
0: man is everywhere he is everywhere yeah I wonder if we can get him
1: on here uh I mean probably be fun it would be very fun yeah let's do it let's do it we should try goodbye Bye. put that coffee down yeah. down